1: Hi, this is Tony Cotty, and
2: you're listening to the We Are West Ham podcast. You are listening to the We Are West Ham podcast, and this week's episode is sponsored by footballprizes.co.uk, where you can win some priceless pieces of signed football memorabilia each and every week. In this week's draw you can win a fantastic signed and framed Mikhail Antonio West Ham shirt. Tickets for that one are just £3.95 each. Just 99 will be sold. And that competition ends on Tuesday, the 22nd of February at 7.30pm. So you're going to have to be quick on that one. And this week you can also win two hospitality tickets to West Ham United against Wolves on Sunday, the 27th of February, 2pm kickoff at London Stadium. The ticket's cost just £3.95 each and only 99 will be sold and that competition ends on Thursday the 24th of February at 7.30pm uh, Football Prizes have had some fantastic signed pieces from Tony Cotty Saïd Benrahma, Jared Bowen, and Vladimir Souffal up for grabs since their launch as well as a whole host of hospitality ticket giveaways so head on over to footballprizes.co.uk to check them out If we didn't know it before, West Ham United 1, Newcastle United 1 is official confirmation, I believe, that the wheels are well and truly falling off. I'm delighted to say that I'm joined by James Jones tonight, uh, a man whose wheels have never fallen off and uh, That was potentially the worst phrase to start a podcast <laughs> in the history of podcasts. i just just it out of superlatives, Jonesy. Uh, I don't know if you thought me saying that your wheels have never fallen off was that complimentary or not. But here we are. Uh, West Habs could not beat Newcastle at home at the weekend. I was one of the fortunate ones, lucky enough to miss the game. Uh, you, I understand, had to endure it.
1: I did. I did have to endure it. Um, what's really weird about that, and I, 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 I can't stop thinking about it, is that we were relatively comfortable at one 0 and it was all like, "Yeah, like this is going to be fun. Uh, we should probably score one or two more. Newcastle might get one, but it'd be fine. It'd be fine." So we we, we went down it's for a, we went for a beer, probably about five minutes earlier, half time beer, about probably five minutes earlier than we would have done. 38th minute, or something silly like that. Start, I I just can't have a beer. Um, so we went and then we all stand, we stand outside in the rain, right? It's it's a grim day. It's the day after Storm Eunice had decided to wreak (laughs) havoc upon the world.
2: And we were like, I know,
1: terrible, isn't it? And then we stand out there in a pouring rain, going, Oh, well, at least we get three points today. Terrible day, lovely weather for ducks, but at least we get three points. And then suddenly, the whisper stuff, because we didn't hear of celebrations, we didn't hear a roar or anything, You normally sometimes you do, but, and then suddenly, so oh yeah, Joe Willick's just scored for Newcastle, it was like, how? How? <laughs> they, like, they barely even come anywhere near us, like, I don't understand, and, like, because we didn't see the goal, didn't, it was as if, like, the role of the second half, it was like, we had to remind ourselves, oh, it's only one all. because, like, Again, they didn't threaten, really threaten us in the second half either, and it was like this is just rubbish. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a rubbish day, just a rubbish day out all round, and we've been saying for weeks. It's beginning to get a little bit stale, isn't it? It's just yeah, yeah. And that's everyone goes, goes, oh yeah, but we're we're still fifth. It's like, yeah, we won't be this time next week. Yeah, like, Tottenham we, beat we, Man City away. We've we played, we played about a season more than everyone else around us. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, everyone's going to catch us up and we're going to end up finishing, like, 10th or something. It's going to be, like, the biggest anti-climax of any anti-climax ever in football industry. <laughs> it's just annoying. The history
2: of anti-climaxes. Yeah. yeah. It's just like,
1: why, why, why is this a thing now? I
2: don't understand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm totally with you, mate. Look, I mean, we'll go into the Newcastle game in more detail. I honestly feel blessed that um, I had an awkward work start time. Two o'clock I started in London Bridge on Saturday. And uh, I was genuinely thinking of having a word with my boss and asking it's him just, if I could go to the game and start an hour out. later and finish an hour later. Or just nip out your lunch break for, for 45. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was the that. thing. I was like, <laughs> what was it? 12.30 kickoff or whatever it was, 12.45. And I was like, oh, if I can get a three o'clock start, I'll be able to see most of the game. Nip yeah. on the Jubilee line a bit sharpish, and and start work at free instead. And I'm sure they would have been absolutely fine with that, but I just thought I just can't nah. be bothered. Like, yeah. I just knew I just knew it was going to be like that. So my experience of the game was listening to the first half on the radio, on the train, and watching the rest of it on the telly when I got into the office. Watching's a loose term because I was just like I know I could hear it on the radio how it was going. I could literally envisage the complete lack of energy and. Uh, attacking now as i was hearing it and the sloppy passing or whatever um and i got there and you know a few of the lads have been watching it already i said oh any good <laughs> no just no proper no um yeah but look we'll go on to the game in a bit more detail in a minute jonesy um how's things how are you what's what uh how's life treated you in this short period of time since we last spoke oh yeah why well, survived
1: the storm the flat just about survived as well yeah um, <laughs> Yeah, that Friday was was a tense day at home because like mm. our balcony, we've got two balconies, and both balcony doors were were showing signs of weakness throughout <laughs> the day. And I'm sort of, I'm, I'm sitting there on my laptop in the front room, just kind of almost staring at them. And at one point, they kind of just wedged. They came inwards, and they're not meant to come inwards. No, no, no. They nah. kind of just came in. I was like, oh, hang on, that doesn't look good. And then I remembered, I built a shed about what? Wow,
2: that was my next question, mate. Harrison oh, shed.
1: How's that doing? So I went over in the, into the bedroom balcony and the the door's flapping about like nobody's business. And I thought, mm. oh, my God, what am I going to do? i have to wedge it closed. Um. So luckily, every I'm sure the listeners will be glad to know the shed survived as well. The roof didn't yeah. come off. Right. And I, thought, I felt like a real man after that. I thought, yeah, I built that well. I did well, that well, mate, I was built just going
2: to well. say again, testament to your yeah. construction skills, I've,
1: isn't it? I certainly built that well. I, I might as well start my own shed building business. I'm brilliant <laughs> at it.
2: Kids
1: sheds. Um, other than all that, yeah, I'm alright. We got got for the storm fine. Yeah, uh, weekend was alright, I suppose. Um,
2: yeah, it's just yeah. tainted, isn't it, as yeah, always what, by West. What, Durham, about, yeah. what about you? Yeah, I'm doing all right, mate. Yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm uh, I'm battling through <laughs> as everyone else. Um, I was just like, yeah, not too affected by the stu- It was quite windy. I work on the twelfth floor, and the wind actually whistles past the building. I'm not overly great with heights, especially in tall buildings anyway. Um, so yeah, when the wind were howling through the Urals, um, I, I'll, every time it happens, every time I hear the wind whistle past the building, I'm just convinced it's going to fall down. So yeah, um, a bit well, of anxiety-riddled shifts. But, talking,
1: um, yeah. to, talking of um, high-rise buildings and storms, my brother lives in Canary Wharf in a high-rise of mm. flats. And um, he had a front row seat of the O2 blowing away in the wind.
2: Oh, of course, um, yeah.
1: Which was uh, I sent him a video that I found on Twitter, and he sent back and said, "I'm literally watching it happen from my from my front room." And he sent yeah, me yeah, a of picture course. of it, and yeah, it was all flapping about, which is uh, pretty
2: crazy. That wasn't I it.
1: Highlight highlight of the day,
2: as we've mentioned already, Eunice absolutely belting name for a storm. That I mean, yeah, Storm was... Dudley, no one's scared of Storm no. Dudley, are they? Eunice no. just strikes fear into <laughs> hearts <laughs> of people. <laughs>
1: this one we had today was Franklin. It's just, it's just was tough, it? Yeah, we're not
2: on Eunice anymore.
1: No, now we're on Storm Franklin now. He's been in gone.
2: That's tame that,
1: isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't have doesn't have the same
2: No, Eunice definitely the best Have We got any more Jude, you know, or I don't know.
1: I hope not. I don't think the ship will last, let's put it that way.
2: (laughs) No, no, that's true, yeah. You know, it's funny, Jonesy, as well. We've got listeners who genuinely listen in Australia and part and America and parts of the world where they have genuine, like life threatening weather. Um and it's like we're we're over here naming our storms ridiculous, like things like Eunice <laughs> and Dudley. Um,
1: well, we we broke a record for the strongest gust of wind in the UK, which is 122 mile an hour, which is probably like a light summer's breeze. In
2: yeah, yeah, some other parts. Of the listeners world in Louisiana or whatever, yeah. they're just like, but well, what are you talking about? Yeah, that's spring. I yeah. play golf in that, <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> mate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, look, um, I'm glad we've got our shed chatting. For one week, you mentioned it there, Jonesy, West Ham are still fifth in the Premier League. It's the Europa League draw on Friday, though, my friend, which I'm extremely excited for. Despite the fact that West Ham are pretty pants at the moment, uh, the performances seem to be falling off a cliff somewhat. Uh, The Europa League draw is on Friday when we'll find out who we play both home and away in the last 16 of the Europa League, so that is exciting, very exciting indeed. The first leg of that is on the tenth of March, and the second, um, the first leg is on the tenth of March, the second, the home leg on the seventeenth, I believe. Um, so exciting times on that one, Jonesy. Bit of housekeeping, as always. You can follow us on Twitter at we are underscore West Ham, or Instagram where we are West Ham Pod, Facebook just search We Are West Ham Podcast. Do the same on YouTube, where you'll find our YouTube channel uh, where Jonesy puts up clips little bits and bobs every week and you can email us if you like at we are Westamp pod at gmail.com The links to all the ways you can follow us and contact we are Westam are included in the description to this podcast below. and don't forget you can buy us a beer and support the pod at slash we are Westam for as little as five pounds each. The money comes direct to me and Jonesy and as always we guarantee that it'll only be spent over a bar when me and Jonesy are having a pint or two together or on equipment and guest fees to make the podcast better for you. Um, Josie, what's coming up on the show tonight then, mate? Uh, We've got a bit of reaction to that god-awful Newcastle game next. Betway Charity bets West, we've got some flipping good news coming again. Absolutely happy days. Two winners in two weeks. It's wonderful stuff. We'll have a Wolves opposition view and no West Ham women this week because uh, no game before some final thoughts as always. So it'll be a, a short and sweet one this week, Jonesy, much like ourselves. Uh, we'll start with that Newcastle reaction, shall we? Next. <laughs> right james as become has become my custom over a few years or several years or decades in fact of supporting west ham because uh, i sort of half experienced the game i didn't watch i didn't watch it back again and i haven't watched it back since um the the, the feeling of just like Meh, uh surrounded me somewhat newcastle 17th position in the league. Granted, they've had somewhat of a turnaround under Eddie Howe. So this week, uh, as someone who's at the game, I'm looking to you for the insight and for the discussion points and and that sort of thing. Um, where where do you think is, is prudent to start um, out of the game? Obviously, Craig Dawson scoring again, which is good stuff. We're, we're sort of starting to get that. Um, like threatening look about us at set pieces again, which is obviously good. And aerial balls into the box. Um, West Ham's goal, uncharacteristic error from Declan Rice. Do you blame him? Bit of a sloppy one to concede. Was he the only one? Uh, side Ben having a go at Moyes. I mean, you tell me, mate. You were there, those sort of the takeaways I've seen of my half experience of the match. But uh, I'll throw to you, and you can take the lead this week,
0: right.
1: You you've named all the big talking points there. I just like the whole performance <laughs> for me was just like like before the game it was announced that St. Maximan was missing. And for me, he was he I mean, he is their biggest threat. Uh and he I was worried about our defence coming up against him, particularly when you consider out the, the performance our fullbacks put in against Leicester but well, only a week ago. Mm. And I thought well, God, Sir you can't deal with Harvey Barnes. <laughs> then you're not going to deal with that Saint Maximan. You know what I mean? That, it's like <clears throat> I was worried. So th- hearing that news that he was going to be, in, he was, gonna, he wasn't, he was going to miss the game. I'm like, right, that should be like the, the confidence boost that we need to go right. Let's put this lots to the sword and you know th- this team's 17th in the Premier League. Like, we should be, and we're fifth. Could go fourth. Yeah. <clears throat> like we should be. With all respect to due respect to Newcastle, we should be wiping the floor with them at home, and. Just it was just incredibly flat, barring Dawson's goal. I don't recall us. Oh, Bowen did it at the bar and just before mm. we scored, I think, but it was a good save from Dubravka. But other than that, there was nothing really of note, t- performance-wise, that suggested that we that we should have walked away with that game, walked away from that game with three points. Mm. And for me, that's that's the biggest worry. It's mm. the players. The players are knackered. That's that's obvious. But you know, when you got. Sue was dropped. Fredericks comes in. Um, and he's, pulled, he's, he's hauled B- off at half-time. and hooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. hauled off at half-time and they chuck yeah. Ben Johnson on. It's just like, like in the last two games, you've had three different right-backs and nothing's really done anything.
2: Bizarre like, how Johnson's sort of fallen down the pecking order. It's, I don't know why he wouldn't yeah. be first-choice head of Fredericks.
1: That's a yeah, strange on. one. That's a strange one. Um, I mean, again, Antonio just well and truly absent
2: so like, dull, just, isn't it? This conversation just,
1: just, just absent. I mean, we say it every week, but you've got to keep the guy's are our only striker. Like, why isn't anyone going, mate? Look, you've got to try it a little bit harder here. Like, mm. you can... everyone, all these players keep telling us about how they really want to qualify for the Champions League. You know, they're, they're going to go to the end, they're trying their hardest, but they're not. Like, someone like Antonio's <laughs> not. He's not uh, okay, might be a bit tired. He's been the final round Jamaica for the last three months, but. Mm, so... I had a good. Sorry, Josie. Go on, go on. Cool. No, I just, I just. No, go on. I've, I've said it for the last three three episodes. I think that you know, it's now times like this where you wonder again where the thought process was in the January transfer window because oh. if if you have three, no, oh, there wasn't one. Yeah, but you you have three new faces in there and we 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 would look a lot more lively, we'd have a little bit more oomph behind us, there'd be a little bit more impetus mm-hmm. within the team to stay in the team because there's new competition. Um that that is you know very obvious with Antonio's position. We've said it before he's got no competition, so why should he he knows he's going to be in the starting lineup every week. But I had the, an interesting rest... one
2: on him. Sorry, Sorry, just quickly that Antonio as, is, is what's the thought process about him protecting himself perhaps because he's so injury prone he's the only striker whether he's been told to or not uh, I think it might, have been, it might have been David Connolly or Dean Ashton on uh, the radio commentary I was listening to saying that he thinks Antonio's is protecting himself and that means not Sprinting in behind 100% all the time, not doing as much of the things that make him so dangerous. He's worried about an injury. Well, maybe, maybe that is correct, but
1: at the same time, it's not good enough. But yeah, I know it's not one, it's not good enough, and two, I understand him probably wanting to make sure he's fit because it, maybe because I've got like he knows that he's the only striker, yeah. he knows that he, people are relying on him, fans relying on him, but then the strike the the blame straight straightway goes back on the club and and mm. Moyes and whoever is responsible signing yeah. fo- football players um and we <laughs> probably the
2: recruitment director probably yeah
1: think. the new the new <laughs> the new geezer um I don't know i just just watching it just like, there was just nothing absolutely nothing and it was what was different compared to uh the the Lester game where ben Rama came off the bench and looked, looked all right it looked pretty dangerous. One of my comments on a YouTube video to that reaction was, yeah, he looked dangerous, but he wasn't. It was like, yeah, good point. <laughs> uh, very good point. But this time, there was just no one off the bench. Obviously, Lanzini was out of the squad. I don't really know what was going on there. Uh, there was just no one. Like Lanzini hmm. came off the bench in, in the in the Watford game and changed the game and we scored, scored from it. Um, but we didn't even have that. We had nothing. Just had nothing. Um, and for me, that is the biggest concern out of everything. Like, Ben like having a row with Moyers and stuff like that. I mean, he's been hooked more times than any player in the Premier well, League this season. I
2: was just going to say that. I think that was the 17th time he'd been yeah. Like this season. So, I think he start, he's only completed 90 minutes twice, I think.
1: Yeah. So, if he's annoyed, I don't blame him, if I'm honest.
2: But also, play better then. Yeah, like, true, true. Be then, good. Very <laughs> difficult for a Contribute player. to goals. Yeah, difficult
1: for a to play better when you're, you know, you're constantly being hooked an hour, Yeah, but it's not like so far,
2: after but... half an hour, is it? Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I
1: get that. I get that. But, <sighs> like, I don't know, mate. I don't his know. His last but goal all the other contribution,
2: mate, was New Year's Day. And yeah. I thought that was an assist on New Year's Day and his last goal was the 28th of December. Well, so yeah, if you look good at enough? That. Well, it's not good enough. But you look
1: at that and you've got Antonio scored two in his last 19 or 18 or whatever it is. Hmm. <clears> um Yeah, he's had a couple of assists since then, but you know, Bowen's the only one chipping in with a goal. Obviously, Dawson's started, Dawson's suddenly become prolific because he's, um, but other than that, there's just absolutely nothing. Yeah, you meant you mentioned Deacon Rice and you know, is it his fault for the goal? Yes, yes, it is. But if there's ever a player in that team that you can kind of forgive for making one mistake, Mm -hmm. um, out of 170 games of football that he's played for the club. I think it's Deccan Rice. You, know, you can't be mm. okay, to to a goal. It's damaging, but God guy never makes mistakes. So you can't, you got to let him off for the one. Mm. Uh, you can't start digging him out for it. I mean, this is a player that's been playing like five different players' roles for the last <laughs> yeah. three months and had to save, yeah. save our skin in, in the FA Cup. So, all in. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated with it.
2: I can I mean, tell, mate. <coughs> Get on YouTube if you listen. The body language from Jonesy I, here is something else. I, I'm
1: just. I'm. I'm incredibly frustrated because I don't want to keep saying it, but we had. We had a month to fix this.
2: Yeah.
1: And we we blew it. And like, if you just look at the league table and the games in our teams have got, we got Wolves this weekend, which is going to be incredibly difficult. They're on form. We, we we at this rate, we're not going to be in Europe next season. Unless we, nah. unless we win the Roper League. And we're definitely not going to win the Roper League on the form we're in at the moment. We've got mm. a knackered team, knackered players. Um, it's just not looking good at the moment. And David Morris has got to find a solution quick because I don't mm. really know what the solution is at the moment because there's no one off the bench to change things.
2: No, nah, no, nah, that's, that, that's sort of the thing. You hit the nail on the head, didn't you, mate? And that's why we and so many other fans are so angry at the end of that window and of all the drivel and guff that comes out. Yeah, I mean, and you know what? It's a weird one, really, because if we finish eighth, right, that's what it looks like. When all the games catch up, we'll be eighth, won't we? Let's be honest. Probably, yeah. Tottenham beating City. Um, If we lose to Wolves, that's the definite. Yeah. I think we're sort of enough of a gap at the moment between us and Brighton to be safe there. And realistically, you know, see where we were two or three years ago, whatever, you say eighth is pretty brilliant. But
1: We said it at the beginning of the season, season, wouldn't we? We'd be quite happy with eighth. And a Europa League and run. And a Europa but League that, run.
2: That, with the Europa League but, run, but that, obviously it depends on the draw, but with the team as shattered as they are.
1: Yeah, and that's without us thinking that we were going to spend the majority of, what, two-thirds of the season in fourth. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, don't I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Uh, I, think, I, mean, I think the problem is, certainly from a We Are West Ham podcast content perspective, it's just going to be the same... Like the the, the have already gone stale, haven't they? And it's just continued to be the same. Now, I honestly just don't understand the, the thought process. Like there are two transfer windows. Like that, it's almost like you, if you just do all your business in the summer, and it doesn't work out, you need. It's just like no, we only do it in the summer. It's like you just write off seasons midway through. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, is what is so you. I totally agree about the goal. On the game then, any sort of other, the bin Rama thing, I sort of, he, he said he looked like he mouthed every time to Moyes as he came off the bench. David Moyes played it down after, said he doesn't have a problem, was just telling him to run off the pitch a bit quicker and he wants him contributing goals. And I don't blame him, to be honest. Like you know, I think he's had a good run. He started the season really well and I thought he was going to replace, be the new Lingard or whatever. Um, and he's just, Proper gone off the boil. Uh, Pablo Fornells, I don't. I sort of was confused at the sort of negative perception around him for a while. Um, and again, Bowen, Bowen is playing really well, I, I think. But Ben Rama's is the weakest of that of that of that front quartet. Sorry, trio. Um, Antonio's like up there, up there on his own. His situation is slightly different because no one's come in instead of him. Uh, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, mate. I just think it is but what about Vlasic? What about Vlasic? We spent a half decent amount on him. Um v- yeah, Vlasic, what, what do you make of him? Vlasich actually
1: looking back now when he came I mean he came off he came off the bench and he had a couple of moments where he drove forward with the ball, beat beat a player and you know, looked a little bit positive, but didn't create anything. Like didn't mm. not nothing of note. You know, he may have had a, a shot on goal, but obviously it didn't lead to anything. And he, he had that sort of burst of energy that you know at the time we probably needed, but we definitely needed. But nothing. Obviously, he didn't score. We didn't assist the goal, so it couldn't have been that that impressive. Very similar to Ben can half the bench against Leicester. Mm. And it looked good, but essentially didn't really do enough. But
2: well, and that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. But Flash like is
1: is a different situation where the poor lad's played 10 minutes a game for the last what hour yeah. however long. Yeah, um true. so you can't really expect him to start coming off the bench and start changing games when he's barely playing as it is, you know. Yeah. even when the guy starts, he gets hauled off like Ben Rama
2: does. Mm. Um but I do honestly think, right, I do honestly think with attacking players in particular, if you're on the pitch and you haven't impacted the game, there and there are players in your position to come off on and win we ne- and West Ham need goals, it's like it's it's a no brainer. You're going to get subbed off. Like that yeah. the I I don't know, but the stats on the like the, the positions of players who typically get subbed off in a game must be so heavily stacked in the attacking of course ones it is, because yeah, ultimately you don't sub a defender sometimes a wing back but rare or a full back but rarely for tactical reasons other than or a keeper for other than injuries. So it's either because someone's having a bad game because they've been booked or in danger of, or most of the time it's because you're chasing an equaliser or a winner and your attacking players haven't been doing anything. Yeah, and so. And and Ben Rama hasn't been doing anything. I don't know what he thinks he does or is doing that like warrants ninety minutes every week. I think I think
1: for, I think with Ben Rama, most of the teammates, to be honest, like they they all started the season really really well. Mm. Ben Rama's gone away to Afcon. Okay, they had a yeah. terrible tournament. I think they only played three I mean, games and they yeah, they played as well, didn't yeah. Um But. He's gone away and done that, come back. Things have gone a little bit stale for him and the rest of the team. I think it, it it boils down to tiredness. I'm pretty sure it's the same for almost every single one of those players out there. Um, They're just all knackered, absolutely knackered. You know, he, okay, he, he might not have played played a lot in, uh, in in AFCON, only played three games and obviously they came home and did get out of the group. As far as I'm aware, I don't think they did get out of the group today. Um mm. I think it was like one of the big shocks they're reigning champions. But you still got to go away on, into, to an international tournament and do all the bits and pieces that an international tournament requires a player to do. Um, over in to Cameroon, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, you got Antonio going over to Jamaica twice in the last four months, playing two or three games over there each time. Plus the fact that we've played thirty-five games already this season, and then we've still got another eighteen or nineteen to play, mm. and that's without factoring and the fact that we might win the winning the FA Cup and winning the Europa League. So we've got a squad that are absolutely shattered. Yep. Yeah. Um, so it's little wonder that Ben Ramas not impacting anything. You know, it's little wonder that Antonio's doing nothing. Oh, it is. Still wonder. Oh, it is. I don't know. Oh, it is. I... And but, he's I mean, played I mean, more is, than anyone, really. But I mean, he has played more than anyone. And to be fair, I mean... To Declan, be fair, still playing a bit well. Of, a bit of a freak of nature, though, bar- Baron at the moment, isn't he? He's just an absolute, like...
2: A Duracell bunny. Just, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Declan, I think Declan's different because he's a, he's a level above everyone else in terms of ability. Um, but his fitness is, like,
2: and I think, lasting, yeah, isn't
1: it? His, his fitness has been brilliant. Hmm. Um, but the rest of them... Know, just, look just jaded and stale, yeah. mate. Sutchee, again, mm. rubbish. Just rubbish. Yeah, just complete rubbish. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's just all of it's just rubbish, and yeah, it just feels like uh, it's just going to slip away and just become another another mediocre season or mediocre finish to a season, at least. Um, yeah,
2: just one of those, mate. I just, you know, uh, it's hard to... The if between... we finish eighth, that'll still be one of our best seasons it in would like, be. the last it would two be. decades or whatever, but I know we, what you mean.
1: We keep saying, oh, you know, dear, but still, we are still fearful. We're We're not going to be there for much longer. Yeah, I know, and exactly. The, the difference between this season and last season, that last season we did something in January and brought in someone that could just inject that little bit of energy into the team in Jesse Lingard. I'm not saying we should have mm. done that again, but that just shows what bringing a player in can do to form midway for a season. It can just give you that little bit extra to get over the line. Newcastle have done yeah. that by signing Trippier. Um, so many, you know, Burnley with Veghorst. You know, there are players who he, he scored for Burnley as well, didn't he? So he, yeah, he did not for Newcastle, but for for Burnley. <laughs> no, no exactly. Yeah, um, Yeah, but you know, all these teams that brought in players. <laughs> Most of them are having players that are making an impact, giving them that. Okay, they all might be knackered, but they've got that one player coming and giving them a bit of energy. Mm. Um, we had that last year, and it almost played Well, it did, it did pay off, really, but it could have been better. This year, yeah. we had an opportunity to do it. didn't happen, and I think we're going to pay for it now.
2: Yeah, totally agree, mate. Totally agree. Um, Wolves next up. Wolves at home. Sunday, the twenty seventh of February, two o'clock kickoff at London Stadium. Uh, before Southampton away in the FA Cup, Wednesday, the second of March. Ah, <sighs> oh, I don't know. I don't know, mate. It's one of them. Fifth in the league, especially with Tottenham beating City at the weekend. I could, I genuinely can see Wolves doing us, but let's uh, let's wait and see what happens. I'm just, yeah, it's just, I, if it's going to carry on like this, see if we get in Europa League. Just rest all the players for the Prem. Let's just try and win that. Ignore the Prem. Let's finish fourteenth. And, uh, and just try and win the Europa League. We're safe now already anyway, aren't we? We can barely rest on anyone anyway. We have got the squad. No, but it. that's just play the under-19s. We've got two yeah. points. That's safety. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, just do that and try and win the Europa League. Uh, listen, mate, understandably depressed. Anything else on the Newcastle game? Or was that sort of, how do you feel? <sighs> no, nah, I mean, the, the, nah, I did tweet after enough. the
1: game that the referee was atrocious. Um, mm. But?
2: Not to blame, is he?
1: Not to blame, but just like just silly decisions, rubbish decisions, and then at the end, ball ball gets flagged out again out of oh. play, and Dan yeah, Byrne... Dan will, Burn assaults almost...
2: Jared Bowen.
1: Yeah, and then Jared Bowen gets up and has quite rightly protests at his yeah. legs almost being broken. and gets booked for it, <laughs> and everyone's like, what, what, "What's this ref doing? He just booked Jared Bowen for." being annoyed that he almost died. <laughs> like, he was like 7 7 feet taller than Jared Bowen and almost killed yeah, him. Yeah. Like, oh, what did you do that for? And he's like oh, yellow card mate. Yeah yeah. Oh, come and on, Bernard that had that getting a yellow. Poor, yeah, it's poor. just crazy.
2: Yeah, crazy. Fair enough mate. Fair enough. Well, look, that's uh that's enough us for... Well, I think you did a pretty good job there, Josie. Um, you made it sound as bad as it sounded on the radio for me, anyway. Um, So, yeah, Newcastle reaction there. 1-0 against Newcastle at the weekend. Leeds West Ham. Fifth on 42 points. 26 games played, which is at least two more uh, than the 1-2-3-4 teams, or five teams. Six teams, but so, yeah, basically played all our season already. It's only us and Man City... Uh, and men united and brentford who played as many as we have the 26 but um yeah it's a little bit disappointing uh but a little bit more cheer next because we've got the betway charity bets and once again for the second week running like london buses they come along twice in short succession i don't know what that phrase is we'll go on to that next it's betway charity bets Like London buses and then something about quick succession is what I feebly spat out there, Jonesy. Um, do you know the exact wording of that phrase? It's something along um, the lines of, oh, yeah, uh, Betway Charity Bet winners, like London buses, you can never order, there's not one for ages and then two come along at once. Uh, that's, yeah, like, like, yeah.
1: like London buses, yeah that's yeah, just yeah. it yeah it's
2: just no, the no you did. It's, it's the bit afterwards isn't it you no no bit no on. that's
1: just the same like London buses everyone knows what the meaning of if you said someone like London buses they know exactly what you mean
2: no chance international listeners Australians Americans people from all over the world listen to this podcast no chance if I just said like London buses and left it there everyone would be like oh yeah I'm just catering to our international audience mate
1: oh sorry mate yeah Apolo- apologies to our international listeners sorry yeah
2: thanks but on a real one it is that isn't it it's like the London buses like there is one phrase ages. Ages and two come along so, at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, you're welcome, world. Uh so anyway, <laughs> long winded, convoluted uh intro into the Betway charity bet section. Uh, as I did last week, we had a winner again, uh Will Pugh coming up, Trump, two in two, thanks to your main man, big Craig Dawson. Coming up trumps for me once again. Jonesy, have you got um, the the bet and the odds and all that sort of thing? I believe it's 22 to one shot for my bet, which was Craig Dawson to score any time. I just fancied him to do it again. I don't know why, because I got lucky last week. I thought I'll have it again, just in case. Um, both teams to score and less than 3.5 goals in the game. So I had a feeling it was going to be attritional. Another bet with my head rather than my heart. And bang, 22 to one. Bang,
1: 1100 quid in the
2: pot, £1,100 plus Betway have agreed to match any winnings at the end of the season. So that effectively is 2200 quid in the kitty for the Bobby Moore fund, which I'm absolutely delighted about, which adds to the two and a half grand, was it last week I put in there, James? Yeah, something like that, two and a half grand. Yeah, yeah, brilliant! So, so, nearly five grand for the Bobby Moore Fund in two weeks. Uh, thanks to myself and to Big Craig Dawson. Uh, James, what did uh, you and Reese go for last week?
1: Oh, I don't have to talk about mine. Uh, over two and a half, <laughs> over ten and a half corners in the match, which I think came in, and Jared Bunting had two shots on target, which uh, I don't think came in at all. Uh, and Reese had over three and a half. Newcastle have over four and a half corners. Um, and Aaron Cresswell assist one or more goals, which he got in actually. That came in. Um, but obviously didn't have the over three and a half goals, which is annoying. That one was 14 to 1. <laughs> but um another winner for you, mate. And uh um, yeah. I was I was quite quite frustrated that I was obviously delighted that you you would won. I was quite frustrated <laughs> afterwards because I was like, I'm still without a winner. I was, I was convinced, I was convinced that That Newcastle game would be the one, and then obviously see it will come through. I prepped the winner graphics and had them on my phone just in case. Yeah. Um, So tweeted not long after I got back in the pub after the game, and uh, and I saw you all going mad in the WhatsApp group. Oh, congratulations, mate! Everyone's going, oh yeah, well done, mate, well done. And I just opened opened up the group, and after everyone's calmed down and everyone's like, oh yeah, brilliant, and I've just gone, well done, mate. That's it. As if like, as if like, I'm really, really annoyed that you've won for two weeks <laughs> running. Yeah, yeah, pulling about, yeah. about a million quid for Bobby Moore Fund, and I'm I'm still sitting here with big fat zero.
2: Yeah, I know it's not I'm good. Deli- is I'm it?
1: delighted for you. Obviously, I am delighted for you. It's, yeah, it's,
2: it's yeah, good. no, I'm, I'm delighted for the charity. Obviously, um, yeah, great work that they do over there. Cause close to my heart. Just a reminder: Betway give us fifty pound charity stake. Uh, for me, James and Reese Bayliss, who is not on the podcast, but behind the scenes, uh, we make a three leg selection bet, um, bet your way selection for each and every one of West Ham's Premier League games. We get a £50 charity stake on that bet provided by Betway and the winnings, any winnings of those go to the three charities that me and the lads are playing for. I'm playing for the Bobby Moore Fund. James is playing for the DT38, Dylan Tombides Foundation, and Reese uh, has been playing for Isla's Fight so far this season. Um, yes, it's great to have those. Have you got the running totals there, Jonesy? Can I can I pressure you for those? So, uh,
1: I haven't got the graphic, but I can do the maths. Um, so, you 1100, wasn't it?
2: You yes, mate, yeah, in.
1: yeah. So, that takes you to 3,575 quid excellent uh reese is on 900 and i'm don't don't forget me uh (laughs) clearly not playing this year um so it's technically 2200 if you include betway uh adding the overall total including betway matching everything we've won this season to 8950
2: quid bang bang absolutely brilliant too much need to win there for the overall run rate, mate. So, uh, yeah, delighted with those. So, what were we, 12 and a half last season? So, I reckon we need another probably three medium-sized ones, maybe two biggies yep. to um to get over the line uh for what we raised last year, which is uh, exciting stuff. That was all always our target. But, yeah, back on track for that, which I'm delighted about. Uh, Jonesy, now your, your Wolves bet. I appreciate sure I might be putting you on the spot. Um, with this one somewhat we're still waiting for ratings to come in i of course have got to go uh craig dawson to score again anytime i'm going to go both teams to score and i need a bit of guidance on the last part of the leg uh, this time around uh, i don't know of uh, all, sort of uh, they're sort of playing quite well at the moment aren't they they're, they're in reasonably good form uh, i'm thinking of going with the under 3.5 goals again uh, which is the same thing, but I'm a, just a little bit fearful that it might be a bit of a more of a free scoring game.
1: Yeah, I've been having an RN over this one. Um, part of me says, go play it safe because I haven't won a bet yet. I'll, I'll yeah. ask me, like, no, I've got to make it, got to make it half a decent bet. Um, so this is what I've done. All right, Jared, Jared Bowen, anytime. Yeah. Over eight and a half corners. Yeah. And to just increase the odds just a little bit, I've gone Pablo for now, to have one or more shots on target. No, I mean, if I could put in there, can I have one or more scuffed shots on target? Banker, <laughs> yeah. absolute yeah, banker, yeah, yeah. loves a scuffed shot, doesn't he? Can't do yeah. that. So I think the odds on that would be half decent, but. I yeah. didn't want to go over two and a half, under two and a half, because you're right. No one really knows what's going to happen these days. do No, no,
2: nah, nah, you just can't really tell, can you? Uh, well, look, we're still waiting for, uh, Reese bet. but I'm going to go with that, Jonesy. I'm going to put it live on the podcast. It's going into the group chat. Now, Craig Dawson to score anytime, both teams to score and under 3.5 goals. Uh, I might, you know what, as I'm on a bit of a run, I might just give myself a bit of leeway and go under 4.5 goals. Um, I just
1: yeah. Yeah, I almost, a, almost a banker, but yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, that feels a bit safer. Yeah, I'm mean, gonna Dawson to score anytime, both teams to score under 4.5 goals is what I've gone for. Still waiting on Reese's. Um, but <laughs> excuse me, uh, as always, a reminder you can back these bets for real yourself if you so wish, uh, on the Betway website and app. So just go to the game in question this week, it's West Ham versus Wolves. Uh, go under the pre built bet selections. Uh, the pre-built bet section, excuse me. And you can scroll down, you'll find the We Are West Ham podcast bets there. One will have my name on it. Uh, the others will have James's and Reese's name on it, if you like the sound of them. As you can tell, I'm on a bit of a roll at the moment, so if you fancy backing me again, if you'd backed my bets the last two weeks, with a 25-1 to 1 and a 22-1. to 1. Winner. makes it sound like I actually know what I'm talking about, doesn't it? Um, James Reese is landed. His bet's landed already. It's both teams to score over 2.5 goals. And Kurt Zuma anytime. He's liking the old centre-back scoring. Um, so, yeah, that's in from Reese as well. Same rules apply. All of those are available to back yourself if you so wish. Uh, yeah, brilliant stuff, mate. I'm absolutely delighted with those two. Obviously, it's great that it's me, but um, from my point of view, but, the overall, I just the, the main target for all of us this season was to beat the uh, twelve and a half we raised last year. Um, so I think we finally got back on track with that, didn't we?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And I do believe I will have to just get the foot the exact totals up, but I'm pretty sure we've hit the twenty grand mark over the last two seasons. I'm pretty sure that is twenty grand up. Brilliant. Um, which when you when you say say it like that, it's a, an incredible feat, isn't it? For for three of us on the podcast, raising yep. money for three incredible charities. it's 20 grand in just under two years. Superb. Oh,
2: yep. thanks for that. Um, partnership with Betway as well. well. Yeah, so delighted to have signed that. And yeah, brilliant. What a great milestone, mate. And uh, yeah, proper feel-good stuff. After a bit of a dour reaction to that Newcastle game. Uh, listen, Josie, as I've already said, short one this week. We'll have uh, Wolves opposition view next up. Uh, no West Ham women, and then some final thoughts. So stay with us. So Betway charity bets are absolutely brilliant to pull in another winner for those fantastic West Ham charities. Uh, Made our selections for the Wolves game at the London Stadium. Delighted to say that helping us look ahead to that game might give us a bit of an idea whether they've got any chance of coming in or not. Is Dan Bayliss, a big, big Wolves fan, returning to the We Are West Ham podcast, uh, out and about at the moment in Wolverhampton, our first external guest I I think we've had for a while.
0: You're not even in
2: Wolverhampton?
0: I'm in the city of. The city um, of? I'm based down here. I'm Ah, uh, I'm in in London.
2: Sorry, Dan. My bad, my bad. The uh, I wish
0: wish Wolverhampton looked a bit more like... uh... I was going to say. It
2: looked a bit... (laughs) I don't know what part of Wolverhampton that is because I've never seen it look that upmarket. Uh, Dan, it's brilliant to have you back with us again. Thanks for uh, finding time in your morning uh, out and about in the streets of London to chat to us on the podcast. Uh, It's it's all go at Wolves at the moment. Pretty feel-good stuff. Weirdly, even though West Ham are above... You in the table, it's more uh, but two points, but we've played two games more than you guys. In some decent form at the moment, a little bit of a wobble um, in the middle of February with those two 1-0 defeats to Norwich in the cup and then uh, excuse me, Arsenal in the league. But since middle of December, it's all looking pretty rosy. Um, and if you win those two games in hand, there's even sort of a, a chance you'll be... Um, sniffing around that top four, you'd be level on points for Man United, um, only behind them on goal difference.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you what, it's um, these next two games are really big. Obviously, we go to Arsenal Thursday night and then we're coming to your place. So, tells you if Wolves have got any real bite, to be honest. We've played pretty well. I think the Norwich game you can write off, it was a cup game. We weren't really, it didn't look like we were in it too much. Um, mm. The Arsenal one was disappointing. I thought we, we didn't play that well, but we also had a few chances and could have maybe snuck a result out of that. Other than that, played quite poorly against Leicester, but got the result, which I think is the sign of a good team. Um, You're not going to be fantastic every game, and sometimes you are, and you don't get points. So to pick up a win against a fairly decent Leicester team that have been in poor form or relatively poor form for them, Hmm. really happy with it. It'd just be nice, you know, we've got two big games now, and it's going to decide whether we can look at fourth or whether it's going to be Europa League or Europa Conference. I can't see us finishing below eighth now. I think that, with the run we've got, should be getting into Europe. It's just where where we end up. Um, you guys are playing really nice football as well, so it, it should be two decent teams having a proper proper game.
2: Yeah, you say that. You say that, though, mate. The the wheels are really starting to fall off at the moment. The results over the last uh, few games don't look terrible. I mean, a draw against Newcastle isn't great, and a away draw against Leicester sounds okay as well. But the uh, we struggled. We've struggled in all of our last four games. Kid and Mr Harry's in the cup. Woeful, uh, needed extra time um, and two last gasp goals to get that one over the line. Um, the Arias are a good team though, mate. Can't not yeah, the Arias. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, it's just one of those where if you just look at the results, you think, oh, that's not too bad. But drawing at Newcastle, we're just stuttering. Everything's stuttering. And there is a real fear that coming up against a... Um, a team as talented as as Wolves playing as well as you, I think uh, this could be a first well deserved uh, defeat being inflicted. So I wouldn't get um, I wouldn't get too concerned by the at the moment about
0: uh, the fact I'd that we look and sound good. I'd love that to be the case, but you are a decent team and you're playing decent football. And I think the last few games we have had against each other have been good football matches. They've probably mm. gone in weird directions. You know, you had a, a good four nil against us. We beat you three nil convincingly in the last couple of seasons. So and then a couple of one nils either way. So, it, it'd be interesting to see. If, if Wolves play well Thursday against Arsenal, I want to see how we react then at West Ham.
2: Mm. On
0: our podcast, we've sort of... It was being chatted through this week, and people think that the West Ham game is a more likely one to go and take points from. Mm. Um, I don't see it that way. I know Arsenal have also been on really good form, but I always think they're susceptible, and they've been a bit of a bogey team. We've been a bit of a bogey team for them. Mm. For us, I see West Ham as a genuinely decent side and if we went there and did take a point or three points against you guys on Sunday, I'd be absolutely ecstatic and it would make me be looking right at the table because we know we can beat those teams in around us.
2: Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, looking ahead to the game then, how, can you, how do you see it playing out? Because um, as I've said from a West Ham point of view, it's just a bit stuttery at the moment. We're not quite clicking and fizzing in attack. Um, the defence is okay. It's sort of just... We just seem to be stumbling through games um, and they've become more and more attritional as our players look more and more tired week in, week out. It'll um, be tight. That's what it'll yeah. be. Do I, don't it don't think we've lost,
0: I don't think we've lost by more than two this year. So, we aren't conceding many goals as everyone's well aware of. So, mm. for, for West Ham to nick it, you've got to stay really tight at the back. Um, we don't create that many chances and we don't create that many goal-scoring opportunities even though we, we've started to come good there, actually, and scores more goals. Um so I think it's going to be attritional. I think it's going to be a, a one nil either way, maybe a 2-1 either way. I can't see it being an open. It might be open football, but it's not going to be an open contest with plenty of goals in it. So if West Ham can stay tight at the back, then you've got every chance of drawing a result from us and nicking the goal. I think you've got to yep. frustrate us. You've got to stop us getting down the wings or around the back too much. Um, Jimenez has looked a little bit off form, but he had a nice little assist for Neves' first goal the other day. So... We just need signs of him coming back to what he was once like. Yeah, I'm sure West Ham fans know what he was like at his top peak before the injury. Mm. Um, so, I, it's one of them. You've got to sit tight. You've got to frustrate us. You can't let us get our nose in front. I think, I don't think we've lost this year if we've got ahead. Right. Um So, just frustrate us. Don't give us too many chances. Stay tight at the back and um, I'm sure we'll get one chance at some point.
2: Mm, yeah, I mean, Mikel Antonio... In- by far the most tragic form of any centre-forward in the league. so uh, And he didn't have a, um, a a horrible skull injury to to blame on that, unfortunately. Um, or fortunately, of course, I mean. Uh, as far as uh, team news goes, are you, is there sort of any big people, big stars missing at the moment coming back into the team?
0: Well, that's the one big one we've had is that uh, Pedro Neto has come back. He had to sort of 15, 20 minutes the other day against Leicester and he can get back to anywhere near what he was like before the injury, It's a serious player. I genuinely think he's better than Jota. Mm. Um, Jota's obviously gone on to Liverpool and done great things, but Neto, is a, I think he's 21 now. He's a 21-year-old. The skill and the pace he's got and the way he can take teams apart is unreal. Um, he's come back from a very long injury. He broke his kneecap. So I think we haven't seen him for gone over 10 months. Yeah. Uh, but he showed signs. He showed signs against Leicester. He got on the pitch. He wanted the ball. He wanted to go at people. So... I'd love him to maybe even get, you know, 30, 35 minutes against you guys or Arsenal. Really run them. Um, cause problems, obviously, we've lost Traore. So, no coming back to fitness is um, really I was well going
2: to ask about Traore. Is that is, is that a big loss? He seemed to have sort of, his impact seemed to have waned somewhat. Um, and it didn't sound like too many Wolves fans were gutted to see him go.
0: He splits fans' opinions now. I see him a bit as like a uh, Deontay Wilder style of football. Right. He only needs—he only needs a good five seconds, and he can change yeah. the game. But um, he can do very little otherwise. Yeah. Um, fans get frustrated with him, and he is one of those types of players. He, he can do one great thing in a match that changes it and um, gets you something. But his assist and goal stats walls aren't that great. Mm. That said, for for a lot of that time, he didn't have Raoul there in the middle to pick out. Yeah. Um, I liked him. I always thought he was a great impact player. But um, at the same time, you could sit there for an afternoon and. Um, and blinding at him because he hasn't really done too much in a game where you want him to. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, of course.
0: But, I, I don't know. I, it's not a massive loss yet because we're playing so well. Yeah, if yeah, we, yeah, If we're in a run of form where we only pick up two or three points from the next five, then we'd start to question it. But, mm. at the moment, the a matter. We're, we're playing nicely. We've got good young attacking players that, that want to be on the ball and want to get around the back and want to create chances. Pedence is a great talent. I don't think people in the Premier League have really spoken about him No, he seems until to start
2: started growing into himself a bit recently. Is that right, or is it just that people he, are noticing him?
0: He could do with growing. He's only about yeah, five well, to, Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, um, no, he's great talent. Got really good feet. He's really tricky. Um, course, a lot of problems to Leicester. I don't know whether he won one man of the match or not, but I think I think he might have. Um, good players. We've we'll, we'll also got good attacking options at the moment. It's just that Raoul isn't quite firing, and that's probably what's lacking five or six goals that we need to really challenge there for that top four or six. Um, yeah, yeah. So, we've just got to just gotta watch the team come back together. There's been a lot of long injuries. There's been a bit of change and a bit of rotation, and now it's starting to come good. Um, yeah. Moutinho, I mean, it's about 35. I don't know how he still does it, because the way he gets about in the middle is um, superb. Neves is obviously a great player. Um, so, there's plenty of good things there for Wolves. We've just got to start pulling it together and being more consistent with that quality that we've got. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reminds me a bit of you guys, to be honest. You know, you've got the likes of Bowen and Rice and play the ball nicely through the middle. Wolves do that, but we just don't do it consistently, consistently enough.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough, Dan, fair enough. Um, the, as, as far as I've asked one more question before I get your prediction off of you, one question I've been asking um, sort of well, anyone who will listen, really. If it's not your team, uh, like I've been asking West Ham fans, if it's not West Ham, who do you think going to get that? final fourth spot uh, same question to you if it's not Wolves who do you think will, will nick that fourth place spot
0: because of my hatred of Man United I would much rather you guys or maybe Arsenal do it but um, I hope you do it I, I'd rather mm. a team you know I see Wolves and West Ham as reasonably similar teams with proper passionate fan bases Yeah. and you want those sort of teams in Europe you don't want your Man United tourist tickets going all over the place so, yeah yeah of course That's, that's all
2: you yeah yeah, I think that's... Um, I mean, I'd like the sound of that, but uh, I could, just reckon Arsenal are going to nick him. Well, look, Dan, it's been brilliant. We appreciate you having your time, nipping into a little side street in London to talk to us this morning. Um, no worries. Final question then. Uh, Sunday, London Stadium, West Ham v Wolves, score prediction. Uh,
0: my head would say a score draw, a one-all, but um, just to stay positive and keep the Wolves on going, I'm going to say 2-1 Wolves, per dense to grab a brace.
2: 2-1 Wolves per dense brace very very achievable uh, by the sounds of it if you ask me I think it's one of those things where you know, if we get a point where our home form's not been very good um, if you're if you're nice and compact like you said fans tend to get a bit frustrated um, and then cracks start to show and yeah it's just a uh, not good. I'd be absolutely delighted and in equal measure stunned if we got a win. But look, Dan, Fair appreciate enough. you giving us uh, your time this morning. Um, thanks for peeling away uh, no worries, to chat bro. to us. And um, yeah, enjoy the game. Are you going?
0: Uh, I can't make it, unfortunately. I've got to go up yeah. for a, some wedding thing up north somewhere. So oh um, <laughs> it's one of them. Can't make it, yeah. unfortunately.
2: Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Well, look, um, if you do manage to catch it, enjoy the game. Not too much, we hope, of course. But uh, it's been brilliant. And where can people catch uh, your podcast? What's it called? Yeah. Tell them about. So
0: we're the Wolves 77 Club. We're on Spotify, iTunes, all the places you'll find it. We're also live on YouTube. Uh, post that on the social channels when we're going live, usually Tuesday or Wednesday night. You'll find us in all the usual places. Just search the Wolves 77 Club.
2: Excellent stuff. Dan, Wolves 77 Podcast. Looking ahead to that game Sunday afternoon, West Ham v Wolves at the London Stadium. Brilliant having you with us. Uh, stay with us because it's final thoughts from me and Jonesy next Well, Jonesy, uh, that's it for another week. Short and sweet podcast. Uh, one-eyed jod. I always enjoy talking to you, mate. So uh, it doesn't really matter what West Ham do. It does. I'm still a bit of a dour mood about that, but we have a laugh about it, don't we? This uh, somewhat therapeutic um, experience for us. Uh, before we sort of move on and, and sum up for the week, Jonesy, Europa League draw on Friday. Intriguing Now the, the first over the last 32 Legs shaped up, um, especially Rangers. What a result mm. that was for them. I really don't want Rangers, though. Honestly, that would be so unglamorous, won't it? I've literally booked four days off for the away leg already, Thursday to Sunday, like for a trip to Europe somewhere. If we get flipping Rangers, I'll be so disappointed because I'll tell you this for nothing. I'm not doing four days in Glasgow. Well,
1: I, I would i would normally agree with you, but I'm i going to be in Scotland for the away leg, anyway, I'm going on a work trip. Right, um, I'm going to be in Loch Lomond. No idea whether that's near Glasgow or not. If I'm honest, Loch with Lomond.
2: I'm Not um, sure about that
1: pronunciation, mate. Well, I mean, I'm from London, and I, so I'll just say it. I'll say it. I'll see it. Loch Lomond. Oh, it's the same thing, isn't it?
2: It's actually <laughs> Loch Lomond, as far as oh, I'm aware. It's the but...
1: same. Again, it's the same thing. You just, well, you're just saying, the same when you get you're up just, there. You're just saying it different. Just saying yeah. it differently. Uh, anyway, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be in the country. So if we do, I might just say to work. Oh, do, you mind? do you mind if I just shoot, shoot out the road? <laughs> Whether out the road is...
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't really yeah. know. But I think that's a solid be there. Like, from the
1: Highlands but, down to but, the sea. But the, the guarantee will be that it will definitely be on the TV wherever I'm, wherever I'm staying at the time. Right. Um, whereas... If West Ham aren't playing Rangers, then whatever pub I go to watch it in, likely it is they'll have Rangers on. So I yeah, won't be yeah, like, oh, yeah, lads, sure. can put, lads, can you put West Ham on in the other box? they would be like, absolutely not. Whereas if they're yeah, playing yeah, each yeah, other, yeah. it, it, it kill two, kills two birds with one stone, and I'll just make sure I don't tell anyone that I'm a West Ham fan in the pub. Yeah, because
2: yeah, yeah, that would be very sure, awkward.
1: Mate. But so that's um, who I want. I want Rangers.
2: 49 minutes, James, from Loch Lomond to. Glasgow, if you leave right now. So, leave yourself at a solid hour and a half. Perfect. Um, Perfect. Yeah, I see no reason Perfect. why not. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, But aside from those geographical annoyances, who, who would you like um in that sort of last 16? Obviously, the last ties of the the last 32 are played on Thursday, so we'll know then who the uh, potential opponents can be. Right, mate, if I'm on this start, I'm not really that
1: fast... I've seen a lot of people go. Well, oh, I'd love Dortmund. I'd love Barcelona. Mm. It's like, yeah, but we also want to try and win the competition, lads. Like, come on, like, I'd rather, I'd rather draw a Barcelona or a Dortmund or or a Napoli late run in the competition, like a semi final or a final. But last sixteen, I'd rather get a. I mean, there's going to be no easy draws at this stage, but I'd rather a, a smaller, lesser known club. Mm. Um, I us to say that. Um, it would make it any easier for us, but you want the glamour ties in and the glamour
0: parts it's of ages. the competition. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: and just think, if you draw Barcelona, it's a particular form we're in, there's absolutely no way we're beating them. <laughs> and it's, it's just like, well, that was our dreams of winning the Open League over with like, yeah, before yeah, we yeah. even started. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm not that fussed. Any draw is going to be a good draw. Like, I don't really care. I'm just so much looking forward to it. We've never been yeah. in this situation, have we so let's just look forward to it, embrace whoever we get and yeah. and just
2: fingers crossed we picked up a bit of form by then. Yeah, I like. I mean, I like your thinking, mate, um, but I still want Real Betis or Braga, maybe Sociedad. Just I just want to go somewhere hot, really. Porto would be superb. I'd love to yeah. play Porto.
1: Sociedad's got a great backstory in it, obviously, because Moise was there for, what? Sevilla, four, that'd be nice. A little minutes. trip to Seville. Yeah, anywhere yeah. in Spain would be lovely.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, basically that we go somewhere hot, but um, yeah, that's exciting. That's Friday. I'm not sure the exact time. Uh, I think it's the morning, late morning, uh, UK time. After those uh, last thirty-two times are settled on Thursday. Well, look, James, that is something to look forward to. A nice positive way to end the to end the podcast. Um, look back then for me uh, at the show, the week, the West Ham game. Just, just what are your what are your lasting thoughts going into the rest of the week and and that Wolves game at the weekend.
1: Well, I think I've said everything I need to say about my thoughts on the game. Um, if anyone's still not sure how I feel about it, I'm
2: annoyed. I'm upset about <laughs> it. <laughs> Go on um, YouTube and look at the continuous yeah. head rubbing from Jonesy and the yeah, general angry it. fidgeting. Yeah,
1: um, I haven't quite shivered with anger like I did at the, after the transfer window one. That was quite. That was, that was anger. Um, but yeah, I, just another another game, another week of just. Just watching the wheels fall off of it a little bit. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was so positive. Only, if, but even turn of the year after we beat Palace, it was like, yeah, here we go. Mm. And it just seems to have just fallen off. And it doesn't seem there's no signs there that things are going to get better. Normally right. you see you see some signs, and we're not seeing that at the moment. Maybe we'll see it this weekend against Wolves, but um, the, way, the form there in oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm worried now. I'm really worried. Mm. And what says it always? I was worried going to Newcastle game. Yeah, that, me Because they needed a bit yeah. of form, would not they? And it's just like even with Trippier and Saint Maxman out, I still had a, an element of worry in my
2: head. I thought, I just don't know. And it's it's our the worries on our in our camp rather than the other, isn't it? Like yeah, the other team, yeah. you're just sort of worrying yeah. about our own performances rather than what we're facing. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not good. When you're scoping past Watford as well at home.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, mate, if you look now, that's five performances at home we can reel off now uh, in Brentford, Brighton, Southampton, Watford, Newcastle. All of those games we've looked poor, haven't we? Um, And all right, yeah, we're fifth in the league, which realistically, once the games catch up, is probably going to be eighth, which is still reasonably good. Um, Ultimately, you think. You know, if we'd have bucked our act up against those teams at home, I know we'd managed to get past Watford, so you can't really count that. Uh, but those other games I mentioned there, just just poor, really, isn't it? And you've got to be doing better. You look at where those teams are in the league um, and the fact that we haven't picked up maximum points against them or more of those teams sort of shows there's a problem there, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and then you look at the flip side, like beat Leicester at home, beat Chelsea at home, beat Liverpool. Yeah. Um should have got taken something away from united. Yeah. I think Spurs um like it has that the hallmarks of typical west ham, doesn't it? Yeah. Actually does it. Yeah, does have a of yeah I west know, ham. mate.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, hey, I mean even mate, even I'm getting a bit bored of the faux positivity. I'm looking forward to the Europa League draw, so that will uh that'll keep me going for another week. Southampton away in the cup doesn't I don't hold much confidence for that, but we'll have a word uh, hopefully try and get Jack Rosser on from the evening standard, West Ham correspondent, but big Southampton supporter. Next week ahead of that Saints game in the cup. But uh that's all. That's all for another day and another time. Don't forget you can follow us on Twitter at We Are underscore West Ham or on Instagram at We Are West Ham Pod. Facebook, just search We Are West Ham Podcast. Do the same on YouTube, uh, where this week you'll be able to see ag- agitated James Jones, infuriated body language over the uh, that, uh, one old draw at home to Newcastle. Uh, subscribe to the pod, subscribe to the YouTube channel, give us five stars, get involved in the comments. Um, Robin Punter got involved or got in touch this week. Jonesy digging out the we are West Ham podcast badge Uh, apparently the hammers are the wrong way around and they should be turned to reflect uh, the the hammers in the West Ham official badge well uh, Robin one thing we can say is that we do things uh, our own way over here at the we are West Ham podcast and whilst I won't for a second pretend that was on purpose we shan't be changing it now because that badge has, uh, has served us so well for so long. Um, yeah, for you, you've been, you know, a lot more of you Sorry, getting in touch recently on social media and on YouTube as well, so we love hearing from you. So keep doing that. Write us a review if I haven't told you that already and you haven't done it already. Most importantly, tell your friends about us if you can. A little bit of word of mouth goes a long, long way. Uh, and don't forget, you can buy us a beer and support the podcast at buymeacoffee.com slash we are west ham that's buymeacoffee.com slash we are west ham donations start for as little as five pounds each money goes straight to me and jonesy and will only be spent on beers and things to make the podcast better west ham somehow still fifth still in the fa cup people i think are getting a bit bored of that positive diatribe because the performances on the pitch are starting to look a little bit leggy a few patterns are emerging and If only anyone had said perhaps we should sign someone in January that we might have prevented all this. Hey-ho. Wolves at home on Sunday. Southampton away in the cup Uh, a few days later. It doesn't matter. It could be worse. Europa League draw on Friday. Let's all get excited for that. Thanks for listening, everyone. Up the hammers. West Ham are massive. And we'll see you next week. We here at the We Are West Ham podcast was also like to express our deepest condolences to Joey Beauchamp's friends and family, former West Ham player, uh, sadly passed away this week. Rest in peace, Joey.
1: Hi, this is Tony Cotti, and you're listening to the We Are West Ham podcast.
0: Podcast Network.